You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry-leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert hosts help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. Radio, wake up and wager. Welcome back into the show. Happy Monday to everybody out there. Hope it was a nice weekend. Um, big weekend in UFC. It was just a big weekend for sports. UFC, the golf event, everything, tennis, finals was just wonderful. Had a really, really good showing of tennis last week. Uh, we'll try to recreate that here uh, this week. I've got two picks for today to get us started in Cleveland, which we'll do in a little bit. Something that's caught my attention over the weekend, and about the worst timing it could have possibly been, but how about some NASCAR? Watched the NASCAR race last night and uh, inspired me to put something together for NASCAR for the rest of the season and um, basically stayed up. I don't know. All night. <laughs> That's how I get, man. I told her. It's we're just built a little bit different. But um so I'm I'm feeling pretty tired right now. We've got uh, a NASCAR model basically put together. Um needs a bit of tweaking, which we'll do over the you know, over the week or so. And uh we'll see what it does. It's pretty cool. It's um you know, a lot of it's relying on the qualifying data. Because uh, secret here, uh, back when DFS was what I used to love to play, um, NASCAR DFS, believe it or not, was the biggest thing I did. The biggest daily fantasy thing, sport that I did was NASCAR. I had a group of... Uh, a group of guys that all had numbers on stuff. And we used to powwow and and share numbers and come up with lineups together. It was probably three or four guys. And um, that was so much fun. I just remember ha- having so much fun with that. Uh, that was years ago at this point, but a lot of fun. Studying the qualifying numbers, studying all kinds of stuff. The news, we used to be into it, reading the news for NASCAR to see who's pissed off and who, who, what's going on here. Fantastic. All that aside, though, um, I generally have a, I have a decent idea of what I need to do to get a, a good NASCAR number. Um, and this might be dreadfully boring to some, to some people out there, but uh, this is what you signed up for. You get you get me. This is what you get. Um, but the, the NASCAR numbers I'm, I have put together, 
you know, a lot of it is based on the qualifying and the practice rounds. To me, they're the single most important thing that you'll look at all week for a NASCAR event is how do they qualify? How do they practice? Are the cars fast? Because if your car, I don't care if you're the best NASCAR driver in the world, if your car ain't fast, your car's not winning. That's the truth of it. So um, those are those are very important stats and metrics and things to get. Obviously, the the qualifying that'll determine the, the the post order, the starting order, and that's important as well. Um, one of the things I've incorporated into this one is you know all kinds of top five win, top five, top ten, top twenty numbers. Um, for each, so I'll give you a sneak peek. I have it broken down by, uh, different categories. It looks a lot like the golf one. Um, if you've seen the golf one over on Twitter, it looks a lot like that. Um, but that's okay. Cause that's what I know how to build. And that's what I'm confident that I, that, that works for me. It's different for everybody, but, um, I've got, what do I have here? Let's pull this back up. I was going to try and go off memory. You think I know what? So um, I have a, a section for current form. So like the last five races, how have they done? All the drivers. Um, last. We have last three years on the particular track that they're running on. Uh, we've got last three years at that type of track. So this week was uh, Watkins Glen was yesterday. That's a road course. How have they done last three years on all road courses during the tour? I'll have a little section of just season overall long-term stats, just pretty basic stuff. And then we get into the qualifying and the practice stuff. And that's going to be very important. And I'm not quite sure how, what the best way to do this yet is going to be. Because, I mean, it's going to just be a manual process of plugging in, waiting until it's over, finding it online, copy, paste, boom. Like, I don't think there's any way for me to automate the times coming in. I really wish I could. If I could find a way to automate that so that the times pop in as we go, that would be awesome. But I'm not sure I'm going to get to that level of automation. Everything else will be automated. All I do is update the track uh, that they're racing at this week and everything kind of filters in by itself. Um, so I, I don't know. This is the kind of little passion projects I go on all the time. And uh, I'm excited to kind of use it. I've got a couple of buddies, Mo, um, Mo that you've heard here on, on Steady Picks uh, before with, with Ricky and uh, the fantasy show and all kinds of stuff. Mo is super into this as well. As we were talking, that's kind of what got us fired up and, and ready to go with some of this. Um, so... I'm excited to show him what uh, what the heck I've put together here, and uh, it should be pretty cool. I mean, it's really as simple as you just update the uh, 
you just update the track that they're racing at and everything kind of does the work for you. The one thing we'll have to keep an eye on as we do this is I just can't stress how important the qualifying and the practice stats are. If you want to follow along at home, find some of this stuff. I can't stress how important they always are. Again, if your car is slow, you won't win. It's pretty simple. Now, some guys don't qualify. Some guys don't practice. It's a whole big thing. But hey, for this upcoming race next week, we'll we'll put this to the test. We'll come up with a few picks and <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Man, Ricky would be so proud if we heard what we're talking about today. Ricky would just be so proud. Golf, tennis, and NASCAR. Can we get any better? Okay. And, uh, you know, before we move on, actually, where I really think there's going to be some uh, place for us to make a you know, make some some noise here is maybe not the outrights because they could be tough. Like I generally don't remember big, you know, big prices like in golf. I really don't remember that happening too much in NASCAR. This week at Watkins Glen, Kyle Larson won. He was nine to one. He was nine to one. Didn't even have the fastest car from the qualifying times. But it was a great end of the race. My goodness. But I don't generally remember a lot of long shots winning. So the place that I think we can make a difference here is maybe some head to heads, um, that sort of thing. Similar how you might exploit golf that way. Some head to heads in NASCAR. We can some groups we might find interesting. Uh, so we'll look around. We'll, we'll find, we'll find some stuff that, that works for us. Um, over on the tennis court though, we've got two picks for today in Cleveland. If we actually get to play, I think the rain is coming in the Northeast pretty much all day, but we'll see. I've heard that before. Uh, the two picks in Cleveland today. First one is going to be Mayor Sharif. Mayor Sharif. Plus 125 against Martina Trevisan. And both of these ladies, oh, they kind of stink. <laughs> it's going to be the battle of who stinks less on the hard court, in my opinion. Um, and I'm gonna take Sharif on that one, because Travison hers are were are brutally bad lately. Generally, just not not very good. Um, and just yeah, really, really not impressive. Sharif, at least she had to play Rybakina in Cincinnati last week. 
Like, at the very least, I mean, her numbers are bad, but at least she played somebody really, really good. In Washington, the week before, she played Donna Vekic, who absolutely crushed her 6-4, 6-1. Again, this becomes the battle of, yeah, but who's worse? Who's worse? Trevisan has played three hardcourt matches since in August here and has gotten crushed in all of them by Patrice Haddad Maya Anna Kalinskaya. Uh, sorry, those are actually the only two she's played. So that doesn't make me feel really good about Trevisan's form as a on on the hard court. So I'm going to take a shot with Sharif at plus money. Honestly, if either of them was plus money, I probably would have. I might have jumped on it. And then the second play, that's uh, one thirty this afternoon, scheduled for one thirty. And then uh, the other match scheduled for one thirty is. You guessed it, Shui Zhang. Give me Shui Zhang against Siniakova. I don't understand. I feel like, am I being led into a some sort of, I hate the word trap, but something doesn't feel right. Shui Zhang's numbers have been pretty darn good. She's beat some pretty good opponents in Cincinnati. Until she met her match in Sabalenka. But I think she's been playing good tennis. Siniakova, on the other hand, her last time out against Pekovic in uh, Cincinnati, she had 10% double fault and got, I mean, she went to three sets, but I feel like she got crushed by looking at the numbers. So. I'm going to definitely go with Shui Zhang here. Minus 115 feels like a steal to me. That feels like the play of the day. Uh, big time. If you're looking for something to play on the tennis side. That just seems... You know, I have this price minus 145. It's a pretty darn big discrepancy. So, jump on that. If you would like the other thing I want to talk about here before we get out of here is this whole like preseason debate I'm on Twitter at steady picks underscore Tom this whole debate about preseason if you bet preseason you're you're a degenerate oh if you bet preseason if you can't beat preseason you're an idiot if you can't beat pre if you can't beat excuse me preseason you might as well never bet again in your life when did we become so self-righteous with betting preseason football? That my like, yeah, normally betters are like my way is the best way, and your way can pounce in. Like normally, that's how we are as betters, but that just seems to be on a whole different level. I don't know if anyone else has noticed that, but it's really become like the talking point of the preseason is, oh, you're betting preseason? Did you win? Oh, you must suck then. Like, <laughs> it's very strange. Very, very strange. I don't fully understand it. Um, Yeah, I really don't get it. I don't get it. 
look, if you want to bet preseason, be my guest, bet preseason. I just hope you know a little bit of what you're doing. If you don't want to bet preseason, guess what? Don't bet preseason. It's all going to be okay. I just don't understand why we have to be so judgmental about it. Like, if you don't like to bet the preseason, why are you telling me I'm a bad better if I don't bet the preseason and win? Look, betting the preseason's a lot just information-based, just like a lot of different things in, in sports betting. Preseason's driven strongly by information and getting ahead of the market. And guess what? There's some people that aren't good at that. And that's okay. You don't have to be the best at that. And you know what often, I mean, I shouldn't say it's, I guess it's partially a skill, but most of that is time. And hey, if you don't have the time to sit on Twitter and watch every NFL preseason news item come out, if you don't have time for that, well, you don't have time for that and you're not going to be very good at betting at betting uh, preseason football. And then you got the you know the peanut gallery. Well, if you're not willing to do that, you must not be taking you know sports betting very seriously. And I don't like that answer either. Again, maybe it's just not part of my process. It's not what I do because it does take time to find the sources that are legitimately going to help you. It's not an easy uh, task. It's not an easy process. Like. Okay, go on Twitter and search Philadelphia Eagles preseason and see how many dummies come up with different tweets and information. Like, it is a bit of a skill to find the information that you need to find and find it from a person who provides it quickly. Because right, it's all about speed, speed and accuracy. Provide it quickly. Provide directionally accurate information. And I say directionally accurate because it doesn't have to be fully correct. It just has to be sort of, most times it just has to be sort of, sort of correct, right? Directionally correct. Jalen Hurts is only playing one series in this game, but he ends up playing two. Well, you were directionally correct, right? It's tough to be exactly correct. You're not a mind reader or a, a time traveler. But can you get me, do you, do you understand the idea of what's going on? Can you relay that? Yes, you can. Perfect. But some people just don't, it takes a long time to build up like a network of people that you can trust. So some people might think it's easy if that's something you normally do. Some people won't. And you know what? That's all right. It's okay. A lot of it, it's just um, a preference kind of thing. What do you like to do? I don't personally bet the NFL preseason. I have no interest in doing so. I don't have time to do that. I'm doing all these other things. I don't have time to sit on Twitter and on the news thing and refresh trying to find edges and beat line moves. I'm sorry. I just don't have time for that. It doesn't make me a bad sports better. Nor does it make you a good one if you do do that. Because guess what? 
you still might lose. <laughs> so just had to ramble a little bit about the preseason. I get a little annoyed when I keep seeing so much just self-righteous information, like crap out there just spewing out of people. And if you don't bet the preseason my way, it's the wrong way. And sports bettors, like I said, are always sort of like that. Right? That's just in our blood. But you also have to be intelligent enough to know that uh, oftentimes the people that do things a little bit different are the ones you want to follow. The ones you want to pay attention to. People that think a little bit differently. Captain Jack Andrews has a great video about uh, reverse teasers on his uh, YouTube page. I think it's just Captain Jack Andrews or CapJack2000 on Twitter. You can find it if you search for him. He has a video about reverse teasers in the NFL. And to prove a point, that's how you have to, I mean, that's thinking outside the box. That's thinking a little bit different than everybody else blabbing about preseason, right? Those are the kinds of things that actually make you successful. So I don't want to hear it with the preseason thing anymore. I'm over it. Steady Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Thank you so much for listening today. Remember the two tennis plays, Mayor Sharif and Shui Zhang this afternoon, if they get to play with all this rain. Steady Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Talk to you tomorrow.